Hey, welcome to episode 31 of the Redeeming Productivity Show. I'm so glad to be back with you. Um, I had a busy last couple of weeks, and so I missed an episode last week, and so I apologize for that. But we are back again, and hopefully we'll be able to stay on schedule this time and keep being productive uh, myself. So uh, this week's episode, I'll just get right into it. I want to talk to you about... Um, habits, and specifically one habit that I think is foundational. And I talk about this all the time on the program, and you say, oh, he's coming back to it again. Well, I'm sorry, this is about Christian productivity, and I am convinced that the most productive thing a Christian can do is to spend time in the Word of God. And so I want to talk today about really just eight tips that will help you to make Bible reading a daily habit. Um, I talked before, I think it was back in episode six, maybe about um, the perfect morning devotions plan. And in there, I mean, the the title was kind of tongue in cheek. What I was getting at is there is no perfect morning devotions plan. Uh, What you do in the word of God each morning is going to be unique to each person. Um, And so this is not a a guilt trip or anything like that, Um, but I do want to, for those who are seeking to make Bible reading a regular part of their day, I want to offer you just eight ways, uh, eight tips that can help you to make that a habit. Um, It's important. It really is important. Uh, why, Why do I think this is a foundational habit for a Christian? Well, it should be pretty obvious. God has revealed to us in his word who he is, what he expects of us, who we are, um, and that revelation found in the scriptures is essential material for a Christian to look at. If, if, if I want to know what my purpose is, if I want to stay on track with living a, a Christian life that is productive in the sense that it ultimately fulfills what God's requirements of me are, that ultimately... It is uh, a life um, that will have eternal uh, import, uh, that, that on the grand timeline of uh, here and eternity, that what I do with my day actually matters. Well, the most important thing I can do then is to begin my day each day by orienting myself towards the word of God. And so this is, this is kind of just some more specifics about how you do that. There was also a previous episode, I'm remembering now, where we talked about um, morning routines and morning habits. And I mentioned Bible reading, uh, in, and part of that was in the, the orient part of your day. But I just wanted to drill a little bit deeper in this episode and talk about specifically things you can do to make daily Bible reading a habit. Okay, now... If you've stuck with me through that rambling intro, (laughs) I will go through the eight tips and I'll kind of comment on them as I go. Okay, so the first practical tip to making Bible reading a habitual part of your day is simply pick a time. Pick a time. Um, I think good intentions without good plans are good for nothing. Um, If you really want to develop that habit of daily Bible study, you're going to need to do more than just want to have it. Now, it's a good place to start. You say, I really want to read the Bible more. Well, you got to do more than that. Before you decide what you're going to read, which you're going to look at next, first you need to decide when you're going to do it. So the first part of making a plan, making 
uh, Bible reading habitual is you need to pick a time. So I've mentioned morning multiple times already. I really am convinced that reading your Bible first thing in the morning is, is the best time to do it. If, if possible, if you can, it's just the best way to start your day. And I won't go into the reasons why. I've talked about that many times before. Um, I just think first thing is the best thing when it comes to reading your Bible. Um, but you need to be more specific than that. You say, I want to read my Bible in the morning. When exactly? That's what you need to ask yourself. When are you going to do it? Um, are you going to do it first thing when you wake up? Are you going to have a cup of coffee first? Are you going to eat breakfast? Are you going to do it? Uh, are you going to get to the office early and do it there when no one's there? When is it? What time? Pick a time and block it out and commit to that. Make it, write it down on a piece of paper and commit to doing that. Say, I'm going to read my Bible at seven every morning. That's my time. I'm not going to let anything else invade it. I'm going to block it out and I'm going to knock it out. Um, when you do that, it starts to transform your desire to read God's word more often into something a bit more concrete. You've made a decision about it. You've made a plan. Well, you've picked a time. What comes next is you need to make an actual plan about what you're going to do when you do it. So you've chosen when. Now, number two is make a plan. So pick a time, make a plan. Uh, I don't know about you, but have you ever woken up, grabbed your Bible, and then just started kind of flipping around randomly and, and try to find a book to start reading in? Um, a few weeks later, maybe you come back and you do the same thing again. Uh, and so by the end of a year, maybe you've read the same epistle like three or four times. You've, uh, you've almost memorized Psalm 23 because you just keep showing up in the Psalms over and over again. You don't really have a plan. And you may have a time, but if you don't know what you're going to do during that time, uh, it's not going to work out. It's not going to become a habit. Uh, and I really do believe that it is difficult to develop consistency in Bible reading without a plan. Because when you lack a plan, it kind of robs you of that motivating sense of progress. And this is just speaking practically. Um, as I look at my Bible, if I'm doing like a year long plan to read through the whole Bible, for example, which is a common thing. And if you've never done that before, start with that. That would be my advice to you. But if, if you don't see pages moving along, you don't see checkboxes being ticked off. If you have a little sheet tracking your progress, it's difficult to stay motivated. It's difficult to want to keep going. And so, yeah, Make a specific plan. Pick what you're going to read during your Bible reading time. And I'll have a link in the show notes. I, I've shared this before, but I'll link to some different uh, Bible reading plans that exist out there. So first, pick a time. Second, make a plan. Now, if you want to make Bible reading a habitual part of your life, the third thing you're going to want to do is to organize for success. Organize for success. Um, there are all kinds of obstacles that threaten to break your habits. So any habit, but particularly with uh, Bible reading, you have to recognize that there is a, a spiritual warfare element to it. There is an enemy who wants you not to be in God's word, who wants you not to orient your mornings towards um, revelation from the God of the universe, such that you would live a day in light of that. Um, so, you need to try to find as much as possible ways to eliminate any kind of obstacle um, 
to your habit. And, and this is really what I would just file under the category of organizing. You need to organize for success. Um, here's a few things I think under this heading that can make a huge difference uh, in terms of keeping the habit going and kind of removing the friction that may potentially arise. Uh, first, always read in the same spot. Just always read in the same spot. I really do believe the fewer decisions you have to make when you're trying to execute on a daily habit, the more likely you are to continue in that habit. And so if I kind of don't know, oh, am I going to, you know, read my Bible in my bed this morning? Am I going to go sit out at the kitchen table? Am I, am I going to be on the couch or try to sit in the backyard because it's light out? If you have to kind of make that decision, it's just one more, it's tiny, but it's one more obstacle where you're kind of like, um, maybe I'll just do it later, you know? And so just pick a spot, pick a spot. I have a spot right now. I read at, we have like this, uh, uh, kitchen island you know, and it's got like these high stool chairs at it. And I sit there with my cup of coffee and read my Bible each morning. I don't have to make a decision, even that tiny decision. I just go there. Um, the second thing to, to organizing for success when you're reading your Bible is keep your space clean. Keep it clean. Keep the clutter out of there. Don't have a bunch of stuff so you have to dig through um, a bunch of Snoopy cartoons to find your Bible in a pile of stuff. Snoopy cartoons? I don't know. What are those? I don't know why I said that, but just keep it clean, whatever it is. Uh, there is something to be said for having your space just really nice and tidy so that all you got sitting there is your big, huge, black leather-bound Bible flopped open to the page you want to read at. Um, number three for organizing for success in habitual daily Bible reading would be, excuse me, print out your Bible reading plan and put it in your Bible. Is another thing, just organizing. If you if you have a plan, well, you should, because point number two, if you have a plan, print it out. If you have a printer, do it at work. Have a friend do it. However you, however you want to do it, have that plan and just stick it in your Bible if it's a piece of paper. And that's going to help you stay on track. You don't have to go looking for that thing. Uh, you don't have to remember, what did I read yesterday? Or if something comes up and you end up breaking your habit for a day or a couple days or a week, you know where to pick up because you've been tracking it. And then the fourth and the final one for organizing for success is leave your Bible open to the next section. Now, what I mean is when you finish reading your Bible, if you can do this, um, given how you live, <laughs> I can't, I'll explain it in a minute. Um, if you leave the Bible open so that when you come back tomorrow morning, you just pick up where you left off. That's one more little bit of friction that's out of the way. And it just makes reading the next uh, passage just smooth as butter. So you want that. You want things to be smooth as butter. And so what I do, I, I don't leave my Bible open to the next passage as soon as I finish reading in the morning. What I do is I do that the night before. And I've talked about this before, about how your, your nighttime routine prepares you for your morning routine. Well, it's, it's just so crucial with Bible reading. One of the last things I do before bed, uh, if I'm being good, is I take my Bible back out, I put it in my special reading spot that I picked and I already had a plan for, and I flop it open to what I'm going to read the next morning. And then it's just so easy because I just get up and make my cup of coffee and I sit down and lo, what lays open before me, but the next passage that I have to read. Wonderful, easy, simple. 
We're organizing for success. And that's going to make your habitual Bible reading go much easier for you. Okay, we got eight tips for habitual Bible reading. Let's do number four here. Number three was organize for success. Number four is avoid distractions. Avoid distractions. And so this is related to organizing. Um, I'm going to say something controversial here. I, <laughs> I like Bible study apps. I like Bible study software. But I know myself too well. And if I tried to use like version or uh, a study Bible app or one of those things, I just, I know I'm going to get distracted because I'm opening up my phone. In fact, and I've talked about this before, <laughs> I, I leave my phone in the bedroom on the nightstand uh, when I get up in the morning and I don't grab it again until I leave for work. Again, if I'm being good. <laughs> um, and that's because it's just too distracting to me. And so I'm, I, I have Accordance Bible software, love Accordance, uh, on my computer. I don't read the Bible on my computer for my devotions either. This is a personal preference thing. I, it's just a fact that I know myself and I know what distracts me. And uh, I would not be as consistent with reading the Bible if I tried to do it on an electronic device because notifications and just the opportunity to open up social media and all that. Uh, or just check something real quick, right? Yeah, I'll just check my work email real quick. And before I know it, um, half my morning's gone because I'm trying to work on stuff. So avoid distractions at all costs. Pick this, this, this habit and say, I'm going to read my Bible in the morning. I'm not going to let anything get in the way of that. And that will help. Okay, number five, use helps. I always like the word helps. It's like, what is that? You know, we say help all the time, but only in the context of, of Bible uh, stuff, like commentaries and, and things like that. So helps. Yeah, I don't know. I'm probably wrong about that. But when I say helps, what I'm talking about is, like I said, commentaries or um, tools that kind of help you to understand the text more or see how it fits together, uh, things like that. So um, I think that many... <laughs> Many noble voyages of habitual Bible reading have been scuttled on the rocks of ambition. Uh, you get, you know, you know the story, you get all convicted about now you're going to start studying the Bible uh, because you haven't been doing that as much as you should. And so you're going to start doing that in the morning and you're going to make up for lost time. And so you're going to get your, your journaling Bible. You're going to get your study Bible. You're going to get 15 commentaries. And you're going to get the, your, your Greek and Hebrew lexicons. And if you're going to do this thing, you figure well, might as well do it right. I'm going to go all in and just totally, really hardcore study my Bible every single morning. And you, sometimes in that excitement to get back in the word, we bite off more than we can chew. And that is a sure way to ensure that you don't actually develop this as a habit. Um, I think that it's better for if you're trying to make daily Bible reading a habit that you start really small. And think about it this way. The goal of what we're trying to achieve right now is make reading the Bible every day the habit. What we're not trying to do is say, make studying the Bible as in-depth as we possibly could. That's not the habit. Or that's not the goal. The goal is the habit. So with this, it's it's a matter of what can I do to make myself getting in the Word every day. So uh, I talked about this in the Perfect Morning Devotions plan. Again, I think that's episode six. But there's no prescription 
in the scriptures about how much Bible you need to read each morning. In fact, there is nothing about the daily that you need to read the Bible every day because most people in history didn't have the opportunity to do that. But if we're going to do it, pick something that you know you can do consistently. If you start small, you can always go bigger later. But remember, the habit itself is the goal. That's what you're trying to achieve with this. And so get that consistency up. You can add more chapters. You can add more passages later. But get your routine going. Get that on lock so it's happening every single morning and making it consistent. And then you can add complexity in the future. And so this is one of the places where I, I recommend devotionals or study Bibles. I, I don't, uh, sometimes I, I have been tempted to this in the past of wanting to kind of be a purist about it and say, oh no, I just need to read just the word of God, un, unvarnished, uncommented. And yeah, there there's advantage to that. And that's mostly what I end up doing. But man, if it's going to help you get in the word of God, get a devotional. Maybe it just has like a verse or, or a couple, um, passages and then some commentary that explains it from someone. That's okay. That's not a compromise. Or a study Bible. Um, Get the MacArthur Study Bible and uh, open that up and read the passage and then read the notes. Because if if your trouble is maybe you, you just don't understand this passage or maybe you're new to the faith and you're trying to learn what the Bible means and you're reading these whole swaths of scripture and you're saying, none of this makes sense, but at least I'm checking the box of getting Bible reading done each day. That's not helpful. That's not helpful. You need to actually have the scriptures come into your understanding. You have to understand what they mean for they, them to be of value to it. There's no, there's no value if all you're doing is simply reading to read. Does that make sense? I don't know why I'm asking you. There's no way for you to respond. I guess you can respond in the comments. If you got this far in the video, respond in the comments. Yes, that makes sense. Um... So yeah, I said this, get, get a good study Bible like the MacArthur Study Bible. I like that one because I like John MacArthur because he's my pastor. And uh, maybe a good devotional. Um, I can send you guys, I'll put some links for good devotionals, good places to start. Um, even uh, maybe just having one, just one good commentary. You say, hey, I want to understand this book of the Bible a little bit better. Maybe you've read through it uh, before and you're like, I just want to go deeper. Just pick one good commentary on it and read those side by side and just go slow. Again, the key, consistency, habitual consistency, day by day. It might take you a long time to get through a book of the Bible um, going slowly, but you will get through it as long as you keep it consistent. Um, so again, just to finish off point five, don't be afraid to use helps. Don't, don't think, oh, it doesn't make me hardcore enough at reading the Bible. Who cares? Get in the habit. Add complexity later if you want to. Number six, enlist accountability. Um, there was a time. <laughs> this is something I need to get better at. But I was going to the gym every day for a while. I'm obviously not right now. And it's one of the things I need to get better at. Look, I will. Give me a break. But there was only one reason that I was getting up at 4.30 every weekday to go to the gym. And that reason's name was Peter. Because I knew if I skipped a day at the gym, I would hear about it. And me and my friend Peter, we'd 
go to the gym every morning before work. And he was hardcore. He would show up whether I did or didn't. And then I'd get a, a lecture about it. I'd get a bunch of texts if I tried to skip. And so I went. And that accountability helped me stay more consistent with going to the gym. Well, the same thing is true of uh, reading the Bible, studying the scriptures. You know, the Christian life is not a solo endeavor. It's not me and God versus the world. It's uh, the family of God. It's the church. It's your brothers and sisters in Christ um, together uh, trying to grow in our sanctification and grow in how we serve the Lord and each other. And so leverage that. Get somebody else. Talk to a friend. Talk to someone at your church, maybe a group of people, maybe your, your Bible study and say, hey, guys, I'm, I'm struggling to stay consistent in uh, reading my Bible every morning. And I'm wondering if any of you want to maybe like, maybe we could do the same plan and work through it together and talk about it. Or maybe we could just check in on each other and say, okay, how's it going this week? Uh, how has it been? What's been getting in your way? Um, how can we encourage each other? utilize that great, great gift that the Lord has given us in the church, in the body of Christ. Let's lean on one another, bear one another's burdens, and help spur one another on to love and good deeds. <clears throat> and of course, reading God's word and learning from it. So that's an easy way to do it. doesn't have to be a big group. It can just be one person, but just talk to someone, enlist accountability. And the great benefit of this is it's not just self-focused. You're not saying, how do I improve my spiritual life? You're actually going out and being a faithful believer because you're helping uh, a brother or sister in Christ to uh, grow in their spiritual life as well. And so it's this wonderful, symbiotic, very Christian relationship that we have when we enlist accountability in that. Uh, another thing, if you have a, a spouse, um, that's kind of a good person to try to help keep each other accountable and growing in the things of the Lord. Uh, so why not talk with them about that? Okay. And then number seven is related. Um, and that is share what you're learning. So you want to make daily Bible reading a more consistent habit in your life. Well, you've listed an accountability. Why not also share what you're learning? Share what you're learning with the person that you, or persons that you've decided to be accountable with, but also share it with other people too. Um, share it with uh, other um, believers. Share it even with, with people at your work, even if they're not believers. Say, hey, you know, I was reading the Bible this morning and I found something I thought was really interesting. I was reading about Solomon. Do you know the story of Solomon? You can use that as an opportunity to talk about your faith in Jesus Christ and talk about what really is important to you um, and at the same time, you are benefiting even in the, the fact that you're sharing and using it evangelistically because it's encouraging you uh, because you're immediately thinking about the implications of what you read and applying it and, and, talk, and, and explaining it to someone else. You know, researchers have talked about um, one of the great ways to learn uh, new material. It, one of the kind of study hacks is if you can understand something enough and, and force yourself to explain it to somebody else, your understanding in that thing actually grows deeper. So share what you're learning. If you want to make daily Bible reading consistent, share what you're learning. Just, just make a commitment to, hey, I'm going to talk to so-and-so or maybe even just send a text to a friend and say, hey, I was reading this this morning in the Bible. I thought this one thing was interesting. Just wanted to share that with you. And who knows how the Lord will use that too. Uh, but the main reason I'm telling you to do this is because by sharing it, you're going to end up being more consistent in actually reading the Bible every day.
And then number eight, this is the final tip I have for you for making um, Bible study a habitual part of your day, and that's apply it to your life. Look, the purpose of daily Bible reading is not just to know more. It's not so you can dominate Bible trivia night if you ever <laughs> get invited to one of those. Or I don't know, Jeopardy sometimes has Bible trivia categories, so maybe you could win Jeopardy. But that's not why we're studying it. The reason we read the Word of God is, of course, to, to have fellowship with our Maker, with our Lord. Um, but it's also really so that we can understand what He taught, so that we can worship Him aright, uh, so that we can live in a way that most glorifies him, most honors him, so that our thoughts and our attitudes and our actions are being aligned inch by inch back with, with God's way of thinking. You know, it says, uh, the scriptures say of David that he was a man after God's own heart. Uh, how do you get there? How do you become a man or a woman after God's own heart? Well, you have to know his heart. You have to know what he's about. You have to walk with him and, and, and know uh, who God is. And the place where God has revealed himself is in the scriptures. And so daily taking and eating of that, that bread of the word of God is going to inch by inch change your life. But you need to make sure that the way in which you read the Bible is not just as, as a, um, you know, a technical thing to be studied. You're reading it for the purpose of application. You're reading it for the purpose of, I want to understand so that I might obey you, Lord. What does this mean in your word? Because I want to live it out. And you'll find that to apply what we're reading, it does require effort. Um, it, it, it will happen naturally as, as the Spirit sanctifies you, but we need to actively be thinking about the meaning of a passage and then prayerfully seeking, asking the Lord, how, how might this apply to me, Lord? How, how, can, I, how can I learn from this and, and live this out? Um, and we do that by we taking the time to sweat, to meditate on, on how we apply that scripture, chewing on it a bit, and say, what does this mean? How, how can I live it? Uh, because if you're applying the word to your life, you'll soon find that daily Bible reading, that habit, ceases to be this kind of chore that you turn through, and it subtly transforms itself into this joy because you, you're able to look back and be like, God's word's changing my life. The way, because I'm applying it, because I'm thinking about it, I'm actually, lo and behold, be, being transformed more into the image of Jesus Christ. I'm looking more like Christ each day. And that will keep you coming back for more. That will help encourage that habit. And guess what? That's why we're doing it to begin with. That's why we're doing it to begin with. So those are my, my eight tips for you to help you make daily Bible reading a habit in your life. I hope that those are beneficial to you. Uh, I hope that... Um, the, the Lord will use that. I, I really, really do believe that this is the most productive, most important way we could start our day, and that's in the Word of God. And so let me encourage you with those. Um, if you have other tips, other uh, ways that you found helpful, I'd love to hear about them. You can uh, find me on Twitter at, at RedeemingProd. You can find me on uh, Instagram at the same. You can also find me uh, as at Reagan T. Rose on Twitter. Or if you just want to drop me an email, I'm Reagan at redeemingproductivity.com. Um, or if you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead and leave a comment. I would love to hear your guys' suggestions as well. Well, that's all I have for you this week. Um, 
I will catch you again on Monday. We also have a, a great blog post coming up on Wednesday here. So make sure you keep your eye on redeemingproductivity.com. But until then, let me leave you with my classic benediction. In whatever you do, do it well and do it all to the glory of God.